Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Good to see you all again this week. Whether you're coming over from the podcast, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are in the fine wine world on the net, uh, I do appreciate you dropping by to catch up with me. Yeah, it's been a good weekend. Obviously, extended shift. I'm stuck here on site. Uh, can't go home because I can't. I can go, could have gone home, but I just couldn't have come back to work and you don't get paid. So decided to stay just the extra four days here and just start me swing over again on Wednesday. So yeah, hopefully I can get you some more. We can catch up a bit more. Um, if you haven't seen the videos, hope you enjoyed the product videos last week. The Zen Pods going really well. Update on them. Uh, noise cancelling, not really working. I've got to do some investigation and contact the guys at Zen and just see what the go is there. Other than that, they've got, gone really well. Haven't had any issues other than the noise cancelling. It just doesn't seem to work. I stood, stood next to an air conditioning unit and I could hear it straight through and I tried all the different modes. So that was the only downside. Zen lights are working really well. You'll see one over here, the red one. Um, I've got a, still got my old other one over there because that, these guys will stay here at work and I've got a, the other set well, I'm going to take home with me. So that they, they are working really well. So really impressed with the Nanolites on that. Regards. Rightio, now, other than that, videos, this week's video, pretty much done and dusted. I've just got to transfer it over to, uh, basically to live, so that's all good. I'm working on the last video for the Southwest trip, or South Coast trip. Uh, so that's currently at the moment. It's a bit of a combination, about two or two or three days photos. It ended up being like 1,200 photos. I've had to already trimmed down to about 600 and I've edited about 30. Uh, I've got a long way to go, but I've got two weeks to get it done. So yeah, it's looking pretty good. Uh, final, it was a massive trip. Uh, amazing bucket list sort of shots that I have got out of it. Uh, I have put a heap of new stuff up on my website. And that's where I spent a lot of yesterday working. Instead of editing, I thought I need a break. Um, I've got to switch off just staring at photos. Um, so I've um, got on my website, I've updated that, I've cleaned it up, it was a mess. I had no idea what I was doing, I'd stuffed it before, but now I think I've got it all set up properly. So if you haven't already, shoot over the website, you can get to the merch store, you can get, get yourself a nice hoodie, uh, t-shirt, thongs, uh, cup of tea, flagon, flask, whatever you call them, the old tin style. I think they were the best, so I've got one on there. Um, but yeah, so there's, I've had a, got a bit of work, got a bit of sleep done too, which was always good to recover, uh, 10 days, 10 days straight of nights. So yeah, I was pretty much cooked. <laughs> Actually, I think it's better to go straight through than to, uh, some people had to stop, have a night off and then come back the next. And I think from experience, I can't do that. I'd rather go straight through. Uh, it just smashes your body too hard trying to stop, start, stop, start. You better just going through until you're done and then just shutting it down when you're done. Rightio, now heap of tech news. Monday's normally pretty quiet, but we've got a fair bit to talk about. So I want to talk about it. the big new one, which was actually announced just today, the new Parrot Anafi 4G AI drone. Now this is a pro level drone, so it's not a consumer, really set up as a consumer drone, but it's got some fantastic tech in it. So I had to talk about it. And I think actually it's going to be a bit of a prosumer. I think there's going to be a lot of YouTube channels that it, that get this because it offers a heap of stuff that you can do. Now, being a pro drone, it's got a lot of uh, mapping, 
uh, technology in it. Uh, it's built for mapping. You can map cities in just beautiful detail, map houses. So real estate agents, this is the drone for you. Uh, if you're into real estate, you need to check this out. It is a beast. Pix4, you can get the Pix4D on your app store, on your iPhone, and basically that you can use AI in this drone and basically send the drone off. It can map a house and have a 3D image of your house that you can basically put online to show your customers and they can spin around and go, oh my God, oh my God. It actually is, the technology is amazing. The other big part of it is 4G. So that's, that's probably the biggest one of the lot. Pro side, we'll see the mapping side, but the 4G is huge. And I think that's where a lot of action uh, creators are gonna look at it. Basically, 4G SIM card into this drone. So now you can run on the 4G network from your phone to it via the 4G. There's no more radio transmission. There's no more, no more how far can it fly because it can just fly until you run out of 4G signal or battery, basically battery. You're limited now only by the length that your battery can last. Uh, but it's gonna make a massive difference because we all know how good 4G is inside buildings, uh, in forests or walking, if you're walking through a national forest, you, you still get reception, you still get one, two bar reception even if you're out in the bush. Uh, so that's pretty darn awesome because you know, that drone is gonna run off the same so it can now fly wherever there's 4G. So how cool is that? Uh, brilliant, I think it's definitely well needed. Radio has sort of done what it can do there. I think they've pushed it to limits. Five, 10 Ks on radio is fantastic. Uh, DJI has really pushed it as far as anyone. And uh, look, I think this is the next level. And I think it's amazing because 4G, that 4G network's huge. It's been out for a good 10 years. It's a solid, reliable network. Uh, most people's phones run on it, unless they've got a new 5G one, but that's a, that's a limited network but the 4G is a little bit more broader and wider. I think it's gonna be good. And look, that instantaneously you lose all distance. You can fly wherever. Uh, I was flying my Mini around a little atoll just at about 100, 500 meters away yesterday. And as soon as I got around the other side, I lost it. I had to go up to get it up so I could get vision again. So it will make a massive difference at 4G. And I think that's awesome. Hopefully that will feed down into the consumer drone world. So massive thing, because it's very easy to go and get a an extra SIM on your phone, uh, on your phone account. So any data gets put against your d phone data and then you just whack it into your uh, drone. How good is that? You could possibly not lose your drone, save you a thousand bucks, two grand, three grand. Uh, it's a big, big deal. Other big thing with this 48 megapixel sensor, uh, pretty darn amazing. Uh, 48 megapixel, it'll do 4K 60 frames a second. In one in 1080, it'll do up to 120 frames. Pretty cool. Um, HDR10. It's got 14 EV dynamic range, 14 stops of EV for dynamic range. That's massive, and they did do a lot of this obviously because of the mapping stuff, doing cities and buildings and stuff. Low light on you get the sun on one side, the building blocks out the light, so they have to create the use the HDR. And that, and that benefits us as photographers and content creators because I think that'll make a massive difference to videos. Uh, it'll shoot the 48 megapixels at one frame a second, so it's pretty darn quick in that regards. Uh, survey accuracy, it's down to 0.46 centimeters or pixels, so that's pretty darn cool. Uh, it'll transfer, and because it's got that 4G in there, you're not gonna lose your data. It can basically upload straight to the cloud or straight to the Pix4D software as well. 
that's pretty cool. Uh, another benefits in there that I think will flow on down to the consumer world as well down the road. Um, size, it's 304 by 130 by 118 millimeters, and it weighs in at 898 grams or 1.98 pounds. So it's not a 250 gram mini tube, it is a pro drone. It's a good size. It, it's going to be a sort of Mavic 2 Pro sort of level in weight in regards, and I think it's got a lot of good going to it. Now, it's got a, they've used, uh, I guess, grasshoppers as their sort of feed to build the body of it, and it looks very grasshoppy. I can see what they've done there. Um, but it's got four axis gimbal on the front, so very stable. But it's also got rotating sensors. That's those things on the side. They'll flip all the way up and all the way down. You can shoot 90 degree up, you can shoot 90 degree down. So, Again, pretty trick sort of bit of kit. Uh, no prices as yet on this bad boy. Um, it will do 32 minutes flight time, 16 meters a second or 34 miles an hour. And it's good up until about 26 or seven miles an hour wind. So very, very cool. Uh, good work, Parrot. I think this one, they say it's for the pros, but I actually think this is gonna be uh, a pretty big deal across YouTube and all the drone people out there because what it can do, those those achievements make a massive difference to people's abilities and what they can capture, so very cool. Now, um, Ortel, speaking of drones, Ortel has a new uh, smart controller out. Now we know about DJI's, it's been around for a long time. It's getting a little, maybe a little bit tired, but it's uh, it still does a good job. The beauty of it, you can record straight to it. Uh, so you've got a backup, well, this, you can do as well. This is a 7.9 inch display, so it's very iPad-ish in size, uh, built to last, good carbon, not carbon fiber, but like a carbon solid material on the back. Um, removable aerials, you can adjust and take them out. You can put different types on, so it's got options in that regards. 2000 nits brightness, now that's a big one with displays. I know the iPhone uh, in a bright day here, I've got to turn around so I can get the sun away behind me back so I can see what's going on the screen when I'm flying. Uh, so that makes a big, big difference if you can do it that. Um, 4K, it'll play 4K 60 frame videos back in 265 format. So it'll do that. It'll do four and a half hours battery time, minus 20 to 40 degrees Celsius. It's good to work in, so that's good. Inbuilt 128 gigabyte uh, storage. You can't up up that money, but it's it's got that there as a backup. Uh, it weighs eleven hundred and fifty grams, so just a bit over a kilo, so not too bad. Definitely a lanyard sort of a setup. You, you're not going to be wanting to hold that for too long, uh, but yeah, it'd be good with the old neck. I think you could sit there easily and quite comfortably. And because it's a lot bigger, it's a lot easier to control. You get some nice grips, and it's easy to thumbs. Speaking of thumbs, that's the review I did see on it. Oh, hang on. That was the dark mode. Went back. <laughs> I had to switch for the wrong way. My bad. It was running on light. That's those aperture lights. They screw in. Brilliant. Because you just charge them and they go, and then but then you forget which way power's on. Idiot. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the only downside with it, uh, there's nowhere to put the thumbstick. So obviously on the Mini 2. Um, you can put the thumb sticks in here. So perfect, they're portable, they stay with the controller, you never lose them, beautiful. Uh, not to be on this, for whatever reason, someone stuffed up 
in the molding process in the CAD design and didn't put anywhere to put the joysticks. So yeah, hopefully the next mold series two will have remolded and they'll put somewhere, but until then just be aware you're gonna need somewhere. I'm sure one of the after the third party companies will bring out something you can clip on or something to somewhere to, cause it does have some nice handrails and stuff. There might be something you can just hang on a little string bag or something so you don't lose it. Uh, 1200 bucks US. Uh, for that bad boy, so about 15, uh, 15, 1600 Australian, so that's not too bad. Now, it does have uh, some great inputs in it. It's got HDMI, USB-A and USB-C, and it's got, uh, you can use a network module, it'll give you four or five Gs, uh, so you can basically stream live uh, as you're flying. So that, again, is a, another cool little feature of this. It gives you a few more options. Like we're seeing with the Parrot, uh, this is, Got some great tech in there and the tech's getting better and better and better and it's flowing on into the drones. The drones are getting better and better. They're so easy to fly now. That Mini 2 is just ridiculous how good it is for the size of it. Um, and yeah, now what else? I've not lost another light. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've lost another light. Oh, well, we're going blue now. Do you feel blue? Um, yeah, so look, it's... Uh, that's the only issue you had was the thumb controls. Over that, it looks like a great bit of kit and definitely do really, really well. The R5C has been, oh, basically Canarumas have come out, CR3, so it's pretty legit. The R5C should be coming out in quarter one, 2022. Now this is gonna be a cinema, it's a cinema range, so basically it's gonna be a video centric. What are they gonna have in it? Oh, we don't know. There's no real specs. It's a long way off. We're six to seven months off and everything that's supposed to be out now is already late. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's not going to be until the end of the first quarter next year. But I'd say things like a full-size HDMI in there, possible ND filters, uh, some sort of way in there. They'll probably remove a bit of photo stuff in. They'll put extra cooling in um, and stuff like that. But uh, look, the R5, 8K, you've got all that wonderful tech in there for that. Uh, it's definitely gonna do really well in a video. We know what it'll do on that side. It's what other features and what they can add in to help assist that. I guess they'll do a good job. They always do. And I think that when it comes out, it'll be a bit of a beast. But yeah, just a bit of a heads up, it is coming. So that's pretty cool to know something. Uh, would like to see hear more about a high megapixel sort of camera that we have been hearing about for probably six months. That hasn't really come. We've heard about the R3 sort of come. We haven't heard about this mega high pixel, maybe a hundred megapixel Canon landscape orientated camera. That would be something would be pretty cool. Anyway, see what happens. Right, uh, Sony, and last but not least, Sony's the new ZV-E10 uh, leaks out. Specs are pretty much all out. Some good specs on it. Well, it's been delayed or Canceled. They cancelled the release. It's supposed to be on June the 7th. Uh, that got cancelled on YouTube. There was a video today saying basically we've cancelled it. We're not, we're not releasing it. We'll let you know when it's going to happen. I would say this is all part of the chip shortage worldwide saga that we're having that's causing the MacBooks not to come, the R3 not to come, the F-150s we looked at a couple of months ago. We've seen them, thousands of cars parked up with no chips. Uh, it is getting everyone, it's touching everyone. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Just there's more tech available and they all need chips and there's not enough people making chips. So 
there's not much you can do. So anyway, we will hear more about that. Now it does look pretty cool. APS-C sensor, 24 megapixels. So it's up from that one inch sensor. Uh, that's 16 to 50 lens, kit lens that's gonna come out, that's gonna suit it because I think, remember from the first one, uh, the lens at fully, full reach, you can put your arm out and that was your, that was your vlogging and no one wants to vlog this close. Uh, that's probably around a 16 mil there. Well, I've got the 24 mil on, but, so, but this is a 16 and I think that's sort of pretty good. I want a little bit of separation in the back, hopefully, it's a bit of cinema. But uh, yeah, so 16 will be great. It is a 3.5, they're saying. So could have been a little bit faster, 2.8 up to a five or something. Well, that would have been fine on the long end. Uh, 2.8 would have been better for that 16 mil for that low light video stuff because I'm, it's vlogging. You're gonna do a lot of low light stuff. It's not all in the middle of the day or a lot of it's in buildings or at car shows or tech shows. The lighting's poor. So that's the only thing I think they definitely needed need a bit more faster glass for that. Maybe they might bring out a dedicated just 16 mil now and a 2.8 or a 1.8 or something like that, be an APS-C. So yeah, no, look, that looks fantastic. Um, 4K, 100 megabits a second feed rate. So it's got all the other technical stuff uh, and that they reckon about 900 US, so about 1200 Australian. So a little bit exy in, in that regards. You can get a go and get the M50 before they totally gone um, and still get 4K and some good stuff in the Series 2. So yeah, I don't know. You can get an RP for the same price as that. And I, I'm pretty happy with the RP. The 1080 and this is pretty darn special. So yes, interesting. And uh, you can definitely get a wide angle lens as well. So maybe not for that one price, um, but yeah, that'd be, I think once we uh, they actually release it, we can get down to the nitty gritty on that one and see if it's gonna be any good. And that's about it. Another day, another vlog. I uh, thank you for your attendance. Appreciate it immensely. And uh, I will see you all again tomorrow. Whether you're coming this way, that way. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace. I need to charge these batteries. Okay, bye. Peace, 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 peace.